Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number Stores or SleepNumber.com. This is the Scummy Mummies Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies Podcast. It's me, Helen Thorne. And it's me, Ellie Gibson. Guess who we've got today, Ellie? Uh, is it Mother Pucker? It bloody well is. Blooming heck. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, for anyone who, uh, bizarrely, is not familiar with your work, Mother Pucker. My mum. What do you prefer? Do you prefer Anna or do you prefer Mother Pucker? I, I think probably Anna is probably better for my mind. Okay, uh, Mother Pucker. Um, <laughs> could you... Yes, <laughs> Please introduce yourself. Um, I'm Anna from Mother Pucker. Okay. Uh, Pucker in a doctor's <laughs> surgery. <laughs> when my kid's saying it, Mother Mother Pucker. <laughs> doesn't go down so well, um, especially when you go, I'm, I'm a blogger. I don't even care what that is. I just need you to get out of my surgery and stop your child from swearing. <laughs> um, I'm, yeah, the founder of Mother Pucker, which is a platform. <laughs> is that what we call them? A platform? Is it a, a platform? platform? Not I a don't shoe. Know. A I vehicle? Like- I like to call myself a self-sustaining media node these days, <laughs> but whatever makes you feel That's happy. That's a mouthful, Ellie. Mm. Can I can I just join Tobar onto that? Yeah, uh, yeah. Self-facilitating oh. media node. Maybe that's the difference. I, I facilitate. We're we're nodes. We're all nodes. You sustain. Oh, I am yeah. a purveyor of filth. <laughs> that's it. Just a purveyor of filth. Or just it, filthy. I am just filthy. I'm gross, actually. <laughs> yeah. I need a wash. Uh, tell us more about you, Anna. Uh, so you're not just a blogger. You're also a vlogger. <laughs> what even is that? I I think you... it's someone who makes videos of vlogs, but I could be wrong. <laughs> you tell me. I had to Google it uh, when I started doing this um, because I'd I'd signed off some budget uh, for a vlogger yeah. or a vlogger. When I was at Stylist Magazine, she was earning about 10 grand for an hour. And I just thought, hmm, I'm on 150 quid a day here, uh, signing oh. off a 10 grand budget. For, 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 what, for doing a video of some lipstick? You basically have to turn up to an event and go, foundation's kind of really good to cover, you know, any shit on your skin. Is it? <laughs> I know, 10 grand's worth. That's done. why she earns the big bucks. So mum, I took to Google, as I think we all do in uh, moments of desperation. Mm. And I was like, what is this blogging thing? And I googled it and um, started vlogging. But my dad calls it flogging, and my mum calls it clogging <laughs> up the internet. Is she Dutch? She is Dutch. Oh, there we are. <laughs> so on brand. She can legitimately say that without she, saying um, a little bit racist. <laughs> Good. So, where did the name Mother Pucker come from? I mean, is it supposed to be like a pun or something? <laughs> 
Does it sound like something rude? It's literally when someone's like, why did you call it Mother Pooker? <laughs> such dark times. It's a pun. Uh, it, uh, I've, I've obviously had to keep it quite quiet from my um, grandmother. She's, um, she's a, 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 a Laura Ashley um, toting woman uh, and uh, would not like... We're not like the implications of the motherfucker brand. Um, it was going to be motherfucker. That genuinely was where I was going to go because I think go bold or go home. Right. Um, but then my mum was a little upset about that, and I still really want to impress her. Do you know what? Like, I did, like I just do. Sorry, mum. I, I wanted them to be proud still, so I um I, t- I pared it down a bit to pucker. Yeah. Um, and it started when I was just hacked off with just a lot of things. The general public, people who tut. Yeah. So was this? Did you did you find that you became annoyed by these things after you became a mother? Specifically, were you like a happy, carefree person before all this stuff? So happy. <laughs> I was just so happy. I think we all were really. What were you doing? It, I was a copywriter, right. at, uh, just a fashion a fashion one house called Super Trash. Oh, very but nice. My dad always used to say, "How's it going at the trash bag?" <laughs> I'm like another proud parental moment. I've gone from trash bag to motherfucker. <laughs> Seamless move. I did a law degree. I just oh. want to make it clear. Why? Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know. Waste of time. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I mean, the things we needed to know at school were simply tax returns and how to make spaghetti bolognese. Yeah, driving. Oh, driving would have been handy, driving would have been good. Know? Yeah, and also STDs and yeah. you know if you can't get pregnant that happens and if you do yeah. get pregnant what to do and how to win a row. Oh, that's <laughs> something I could use. In my daily Be life. the bigger person. How? It's not easy. Yeah, just eat more cheese. <laughs> when he's being a massive twat. Yeah. So um, you so you were in Amsterdam, you were living a glamorous, glamorous child free life. Yes. Uh and I could see how it worked over there. Just like in all seriousness, like people were genuinely happy with their kids, mainly because work worked around they put family first. And that was family including like boyfriend girlfriend uh, grannies and granddads you know family isn't just mums and dads and I think that's how they saw it and the MD would leave at 5.30 to go and have dinner with uh, his or her kids and so everyone would follow I came back to London and I just felt like a run over ferret the mm. minute I came back five day working week hour two hour commute either end um, and I went to ask for a flexible working request to go down to four days and um I was just told, and they're a great company, but I was just told one rule for you would mean another rule for everyone else. Well, so, they had to be nice to everyone. Yeah. So they had to, we can't give to everybody a quality of life. <laughs> we can't. What do you think this is? We can't remove this like stress breakdown from everyone. And they said, and I remember thinking that's when I said in my mind, motherfucker, was when they said, um, "Well, I just thought my life choices, all of our life choices, are kind of being determined on someone else's ovaries." Which mm. is weird, and so I quit. So, so you you you've you've developed mother mother pucker. Do you get people on the street just calling out pucker and like Boy. and like because you're you're uh, maybe you're, Jamie Oliver? I would yeah, imagine. yeah, yeah. Pucker, <laughs> 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 my brand back, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it was mine. They recognise my my daughter May, mm. but I think I don't maybe look how I do on the internet. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know. I've had a few people. Oh, you look so different. Um, Oh, that's the nice. Internet. Yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, I don't think that's good. <laughs> I'm not going to take that well. Yeah. So Maybe I... they're confusing you with us. <laughs> I do hope so. Yeah, my mum 
obviously parades me around uh, Buckinghamshire. Mm. You know, she uh, does the the, the the visits to Laura Ashley, and she's like, my daughter's motherfucker, and they're like, I don't give a fuck. And she is. <laughs> Bit you'll like pay for those curtains yeah. or you'll get out yeah. <laughs> no discount for you I don't care if she's a flogger or a clogger or a blogger <laughs> um, I think my one troll is um, Auntie Janet like she's a God-fearing woman and she doesn't believe in um, promoting the internet, the internet promoting um, drinking alcohol around children she's quite disappointed in that we're all looking at each other oh, going dear. bring the happiness back brilliant like she's the most supportive mm. but and I think we all need that you know that kind of cuntometer, <laughs> you know, like maybe I've got one in the garden. <laughs> yes, I'm, wonderful. I sleep with one every night. <laughs> and then there's what mom. to kind of know that's your like that's your, that's the person who hates you. Or yeah, what you're doing. A, that's just, what you're doing. That's as far, you know. I've pushed it too far for that kind of generation. But then I know that's not my target market. Yeah, that's yeah. My strategy. Your target market's pissed all day, mate. <laughs> They're not going to judge you. <laughs> Yeah, he's moistened undercrackers and <laughs> necking a bottle of white lightning in uh, Finchley Park. <laughs> Target market. I hope you're listening. Probably not. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> so you've got Auntie Janet. Auntie and then Janet. Um, you've got Papa Pucker. Papa Pucker. Very hard to say. Uh, mom, yeah, Matt, uh, my husband. Does he do this for a full time job as well? Now is this? Your no, he, he's probably the most reluctant man on the internet, but he um, he's doing it. Mm. You know, um, under. You know, duress. I do like some of the photos. He looks slightly dead behind the eyes. Where he's like, <laughs> "Why are you making me wear this t-shirt in public? I hope it really pays well." It's like this sort of strange, like, "Ah, I hope my mates are watching." <laughs> I'm sure you guys have done. You know, the, the things sometimes you have to do to get food on the table. Mm. And oh my god! Yeah, yeah. And have you list- seen our outfits? <laughs> We're basically whores. Yeah. That's- thinking yeah, of early yeah. mother horrors but you never give me the impression that a little bit of your soul has died it's always um, no because we love money so yeah. that that feeds our soul and brings it back to life uh you know the other day i had to take a picture of myself um in a, a wonderful if i may say sports bra from booby doo boobydoo.co.uk that's right uh, and genuinely they are great products they're great your bras. knockers look fit uh, thank you mate yeah. Uh, so I put it mate. on mates. I did that to sort of make it non-sexual, um, just to dissipate the tension. Um, and my husband was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm just taking a picture of myself in my bra to put on the internet." And he was like, "And I was like, yes, I actually am a whore now. <laughs> I'm actually making pictures of myself in underwear and, and putting them on online. So that's what, where we are." And I'll do it again and again. Yes, I will. Thank you, Booby Doo. Ellie, what's your what's your line? Like, what would your line be? Uh, I do actually have a nudity clause in all my contracts, which is that I must do nudity if ever I'm on television (laughs) or like, for example, if I go on Victoria Derbyshire, um, usually I'm not wearing any underpants, things like that. Yeah, just uh, if someone tries to wrestle a nipple pasty onto your nipple, she'd be like, no, no, (laughs) stop it. I want all the hairs and all the areoli or whatever it's called. Is it alioli? That's the, garlic, that's the garlic dip. Ioli. 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 Areola. Areola. Oh, isn't I, that a spell in, in Harry Potter? Areola. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got garlic dip, hairy nip, yeah. and we've got Harry Potter. Magic. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what? I don't know if I, honestly, I don't know if I've got a like. I wouldn't do anything like sexy, I, but like I was, like if I, honestly, if, if I was having an operation down there, yeah. you know, and I thought, for some reason, putting this on the internet might help someone. I don't know why. Um, yeah, why not? Like, you know. Yeah. But it's always not no shame. It just can't have sexual intent. I, I wouldn't actually make porn, Anna, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't 
<laughs> you can be our fluffer and then we'll uh... I I would go pubic line if it meant that there was a um oh, yeah. a really good What you get a new bathroom out of that. If yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I go pubic line. I'd um... get me Cesarean scar out, I don't mind about that. That's, Definitely. that's real. Do you have a little overhang pocket? I've got like a muffin. I've got like yeah, a muffin. A muffin. Yeah, and that's I've got that. Like, so that's it. Oh, oh my god, god! I just saw Ellie gives us pubes. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's, that's, that's mine. I've just seen your pubes. Yeah. It's all very puby. That's my pen's a Dutch yeah. line because I had that done in Amsterdam. So oh. The line. Oh, yours is higher. They went quite low on me. Oh well. You go low, I go high. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to the family then. So there's Papa Pucker, and yep. then there's Baby Pucker, and then the family's about to get bigger, isn't it? Yeah, there's a bun in the oven. Oh my Up goodness. The duff. How long have you got to go? Uh, it's. 21st of June when this one's coming down. So this is your second baby and it's been quite a hard slog to get here, hasn't it? It's yeah. been a difficult journey. Um, yeah, it, no, it's been a bit of a shitter to be honest. Um, but the problem is because I've documented how hard it was to get pregnant and how we've had lots of miscarriages along the way. But now I'm really hating being pregnant so I feel mm. like I can't say anything because I'm hashtag blessed. <laughs> so it's like, um, yeah, so I got what I wanted and now I'm really... <laughs> horrible oh. i'm suffering bacterial vaginosis thrush uh diarrhea this is like a bingo once. card <laughs> this is amazing have you got tick. hemorrhoids tick. i've got hemorrhoids on the way great um, oh good you pop that in heartburn classic yeah, literally it... full house <laughs> but who was the who was the doctor who went you know what that slightly gross like um fanny infection we're going to call it bacterial vaginosis because that's going to give her confidence (laughs) that's going to make her feel really comfortable going into boots going i have bv sorry what's that bv what what have you got bacterial vaginosis (laughs) i have bacteria in my vagina and i need your help I need some cream. My fanny is on fire. Yeah. I ha- hate myself right now. Do you think they'd come up with a jollier name? What would you like? Like something like... Something floral. Some some sort of like... Yes. Willow. Fanny flower. Yeah, fanny. Yeah. Violet yeah. rose. I don't know. Maybe BV's where it's Yeah, at. BV. Blooming Not... foo-foo. I've yeah. got blooming foo-foo. Oh, oh no. That's terrible. The blooming foo-foo. But, yeah, but you'll have... But do, you, do you mean you find it tough to... You feel like you shouldn't be admitting that you're not enjoying the pregnancy because I think it's because yeah I think to be honest like when you've miscarried you know you it does affect you and I think I've written a lot about it because um you know it's not in an intention seeking way look at me I've had a really tough time but it was because I felt so alone Mm. like I felt I felt like uh I couldn't really talk to my friends who were pregnant even though they were brilliant and they wanted me to talk to them I couldn't because to be honest I, I think I don't know whether I'm a selfish person but I just was like, I can't look at you or be around you with that bump. It was just a mm. re- massive reminder of what I didn't have and the long road, I think, that I felt we were going to. And I remember just crying on the tube, just looking at a Pampers ad and just thinking, wow, I haven't got my shit together here. And um, I Googled stuff, but the internet is a scary place. Mm. Especially if you're going for bacterial vaginosis, don't go in oh. for miscarriage, is all I'm saying. You just come out feeling, again, lonely because you're connecting with pixels. Mm. And so I started writing about miscarriage and since that I've actually met people who've gone through the same thing. And it was just down to two things. It was like empathy versus sympathy. And I've worked it out what helps. And it was just, um, yeah, empathy is it's shit. I'm here. Here's some Jaffa Cakes. 
you're going to be all right, keep bonking with intent. And sort of sympathy goes, you know, well, at least you've got kids. And that, mm. I don't think, kind of helped. So, um, and I think the only thing that helped was May when I told her that we'd lost the baby because she knew I was, I was pregnant. And she just, quite matter of fact, she's like, um, can the doctor just put another one in? I was oh. like, um, well, I'd have to talk to Papa about that. Um, and then she said, um, but can the next one be black? Like, <laughs> Like, like my friend Zion. Uh, so, again, um, I am going to have to go back to Papa on that one. Um, but I will come back to you because I would like to entertain the idea on both of those. And it was that was the moment I came out of it. Oh. It was like, actually, you know what? I've got a three-year-old questioning me here in a very sort of basic way. No one tiptoeing around me. Just, no. just get another one in you, Mum. Yeah, come on. And come we on. did. And then you get a baby. Oh. But, yeah. So, you know, and I think I'm just aware, like coming back to your question, I'm just aware of how hard I found it, whether I'm a strong person or not. I think I was a bit weak person because I couldn't handle other people's pregnancies. So going out there then to say, oh, it's really hard being pregnant mm. after knowing there's a lot of people out there who are struggling because I was there, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't sit well. But hashtag blessed. She <laughs> says through bacterial vaginosis, thrush, and diarrhea. <laughs> hashtag vaginosis. <laughs> Lucky old me. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. But do you find find that, I mean, the same with with having children and things like that, is that when we say we're having a shitty day and then people can say to you, but at least you've got children, you've got... But I think you have to be honest because... Because otherwise, if you keep hiding your sad, then that's not good for you. And also, other people will be experiencing it. Because glamour—it is not glamorous pregnancy. You know, mm. Like I, I didn't shit for about a week, and I wanted to 
kill somebody, <laughs> anybody. I just wanted to do a poo. What, you probably what? could have bashed them over the head with whatever was in your bowel. Oh, no, I can't. I know. What <laughs> works in the end, just on a medical note, like... Um, I just drank a lot of prune juice in the end. And was it a proper, like... Oh, it was like... Eat, I saw on the telly the other day, you should eat prunes. You'd have to drink, and they had the thing, you'd have to drink a bucket of prune juice to get the same fibre oh. that you get in, like, a handful of prunes. Oh, see, that's what, that was just it's mainline. Such and then I just, like, laid, yeah. laid cable. It was just, oh. <laughs> and, your, yeah, and your that, relationship through that, I think, you know, when you're blocked up or yeah. when you're, you know, shitting like a skitterish thoroughbred. Yes. Ahead <laughs> of race every yes. day. Oh. Can she make it to Tesco yes. <laughs> without shitting her undercrackers? <laughs> um, but I think when you, those bodily functions, you know, like... It's not, yeah, it, glamour isn't where it's at. No, it's not all soft focus and you wearing pastel and bows. It's mm. it's just going, for the love of fucking Christ, get this shit out of my ass. <laughs> that's that's what they don't put in the Pampers ads. Uh, you need a nappy too. Oh my God. That's it. It is all just, it's just, it's just leaking things, isn't it? Leaking tits and leaking fannies. How, how are you feeling about the actual birth? Are you, are you nervous? Are you less nervous than you were last time? Yeah, I think because, you know, we, like you no, you've got you got two under the belt, so, so, so to speak. speak. We've seen what's under the belt. Oh, yeah. I've touched yeah. her boob. Yeah. Anytime. Seen her fanny and now I've touched her boob. <laughs> Luckily. You're married. That's yeah, more than you'll get from your husband, I tell you. <laughs> I know, begging him, please touch me. <laughs> Don't touch me, I've got BV. <laughs> what is that? Bacterial vaginosis. Oh, Shag me now. Oh, can't wait to dip it in that. <laughs> Dip in. Oh, into that. I think it was in Jilly Cooper. I was reading the other day. He said um, he delved into her moist, mossy mound. <laughs> wow! I was like, and Check. discovered bacteria like he'd never seen. <laughs> I was like, they had moist. started a feudal system. They were so advanced. But yeah, the, the birth um, is coming out the sunroof. This one, right? We've had so many complications. I have. It's exclusive to this podcast. I have two uteruses. Are you serious? Oh, I just want to freak you out. Are you serious? Yeah, what? Totally like serious. a fucking cow. Like no, a... wait, that stomach's. <laughs> <laughs> Don't relate to me as a bovine creature. <laughs> She's feeling... like a fucking cow. I just trusted you with this truth, um, <laughs> and I would really like it if you treated it with some respect. No, mate, it's going on the internet. Um, <laughs> two years Really? Choices, You've yes. got two. How did you even discover that? Oh, when they did the scan with me, they were just a bit like, you know, when they go and get the doctor, and um, we're just going to go get some. Oh. Yeah, we're going to go get the doctor. Doctor Who, someone who's got four hearts who can explain to you why you're a freak. Go to Bloom, go to Bloom. There's literally people, whoa, whoa, I haven't seen that before. Whoa, this, this, this chick. Jerry, you've got to come in here. Dave, Dave. We've got two uteruses. This chick's a freak. Yeah, it's, I've got wow. two. So it's wow. really, and that's why it's only problems getting knocked up because... Um, the biologically the fetus was attaching to the uterus walls there's so many of them oh my god and it freaks me out even talking about it like I feel a bit a little bit of vom in my throat but you know I did want to give you an exclusive and I feel like uh, and I think we've dealt with it very sensitively very sympathetically yes screw you woman's hour we can we can nail this we got one with two uteruses on our podcast what are you gonna do (laughs) yeah try and find a woman with four vaginas then come back to us so I just want to let anyone out there know, um, if you have two uteruses and um, you're not alone, feel free to sort of get in touch with me. Is it, uh, is it, how common is it? Is it, is it's is not it... that common, no. Right. Um, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty unique. Um, oh man. So baby's coming through 
I think it's cool. You're like a multiplex. You're like... <laughs> Ellie's still not feeling better, um, but, you know, very <laughs> you sensitive. See, you, you can see the mind. Ellie's going, wow! I'm genuinely I know. excited It's like when you feel like someone's got three testicles. It's like, who's got three testicles? That's a thing, apparently. Has your husband got three no, testicles? No, he's not. He's barely got... <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, how would you did lose one after you said that thing about the pasta not being very nice? The yeah. other night? <laughs> oh no, not how pasta would you again. Tea bag that, you know, like I mean, not oh, like a yeah. tea bag. Well, that's enough baby chat, I think. Yeah. Uh, let's let's talk about flex, baby. Oh, too. Yeah. What what on earth? What are you on about? What is this flex <laughs> nonsense? Know. It's yeah. It started um, when I couldn't make my job work, mm. and I'd seen what it was like in Amsterdam. And I had that motherfucker moment. Um, and I thought, okay, I've got to make some dosh. We're not rich enough to not be able to make some moolah, mm. <laughs> to put some be- baked beans, fish fingers, chips and peas on the plate and Paw Patrol on the telly. <laughs> I think we all just, that's the basic. That's all Paw Patrol do. don't come for free. Don't come for free. Yeah, no. no. Um, you know, it never leaves the mind. <laughs> um, and so I just thought, Right, okay, this has frustrated me. I'm not alone. I think we've all got friends who've lost jobs on their maternity leave who can't make things work. And that's why I came and chatted to you guys because ultimately what we're all trying to do, you're comedians, but you're working flexibly. Thanks. You're very funny. <laughs> just, just a star for effort and excellence. <laughs> Can you write that uh, down for me? Yeah. Thank you. Do you want it laminated? Yes, yeah. yes. A-star um, comedy. And I think uh, that was it. It was like, okay, I can try and make money by flogging toilet roll on the internet, and but there's something bigger here because I don't want May to go through this shit. Um, so I started the Flexible campaign just mm. to push flexible working for dads to take more of the burden of daycare so that mums can smash through those glass ceilings. Because mm. you see all those headlines. Why aren't women smashing through glass ceilings? Babes, because we're not there. Mm. Like, we're just not there because the minute, you know, those swimmers run free, uh, you know how many people fear telling their employer about being pregnant. How many people take their wedding rings off going for interviews because they don't want to be seen as in the area of maybe having a child. Mm. The amount of people who um, lie about having kids to get jobs, you know. And it's it's not just a vanity project, it's part Mm. of life. Mm. Uh, So I just felt there has to be another way to do it. And I knew there was another way because I'd worked in Amsterdam. So let's talk about flex, baby. Yeah. You'll see the exclusive video of these <laughs> yes, lovely we'll be, ladies flexing it up. We'll be flogging the vlogging on the... Uh, <laughs> clogging on, up the internet. Clogging up all, with all the logs. Uh, so, so what is the ultimate goal of the campaign? Are you trying to change legislation? Are you trying to get companies to get involved? Like, what's the what's the objective? Oh, that's part of it. Um, I'm going to get a stat out. Go on. Stat me up. I've told you about my two uteruses and now it's time for the stats. Amazing. The only stats is um, it's the European Human Rights Committee. That's what I founded all of this on. Their Working Forward pledge. So if you're listening, Google Working Forward. Um, and it's all about banishing this discrimination, seeing people's equal, uh, not supporting women going back into the workforce. 
Um, and their stat is that in the survey they did, 86% of businesses across the UK truly in their heart believe that they don't discriminate against women who have kids and they don't believe uh, they say no to flexible working, that they support mm. it. In the same survey, 77% of women had lost their jobs on maternity leave mm. or had been refused flexible working. So I'm mm. no mathematician, but they're, they don't add up. they're they saying add up. something yeah. and not delivering on it. So yeah. the aim of this campaign is to bridge that gap, mm. is to get rid of that grey area and to say, make sure that what companies are saying, they're actually doing. And to do that, uh, companies can sign up to the government's Working Forward pledge. They've already got John Lewis. They've already got Ford. They've He's got... great. I love him. John He's Lewis. Nice. Yeah, such a great guy. <laughs> John, John is great. Well done, John. Virgin. Uh, they've, got, they've got big names mm. signing up. So it's changing. Mm. So I'm the flexible working foghorn. I'm not going to be able to change the legislation. But I'm going to just keep um, getting people on the streets until... All of the companies that we hope can kind of sign up to You're it. the face and, of Flex. Yes. Flexy. And how are you doing this? Does it involve Lycra? <laughs> it does, do Sounds like our kind of political <laughs> campaign. <laughs> uh, it does. It involves 80s Lycra. It involves the lyrics, uh, Salt and Peppers, Let's Talk About Sex, Baby. Very intricately rejigged to Let's Talk About Flex, Baby. Um, I don't know if the Salt and Pepper is still alive. I think, I, I think they are. I'm think... not sure about Spinderella. She might. <laughs> she might have gone. Yeah. I think, you know, I'm hoping they won't be too sad about the butchering of their song. But it's for a good cause. It um, is. And that's it. It's like the basic aim is to put humans above business, but for business benefit. Ditch bums on seats mentality. Increased productivity. Bumps on seats. Bumps on seats. You can have that. Yeah. We'll be having babies in the office and now we'll be batting an eyelid. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, what can can we do if we want to get involved with the Flex Appeal campaign? So, uh, on the 31st of March, uh, we've got uh, the one show filming our flash mob in Trafalgar Square. So, that's uh, Gloria Hunniford's going to be leading the charge with my mum (laughs) to show that it's not just a mummy issue. It's people. It's a Hunniford issue. It's a Hunniford issue. And yeah. I think when Hunniford says it's an issue, oh, people are going to listen. Yeah, you better take notice. <laughs> I think, to be honest, what people can do in all seriousness is um, just push, is to ask, is to not feel scared, is to suggest in a really shit-hot presentation to their employer, this is what you will get back from me if you give me this. I'm not expecting flexible working, but this is the, this is the bottom line. Let's give it a go. Two months. Trial mm. it. Who's not going to make try and make that work? Mm. End of it. Facts. This is how much more I did. This is what I brought in. Nothing changed from when I was there. You can't argue with facts. Mm. But just going in, going, I want it. I need it. Give it to me. I'm tired. That doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, we all want that. But I think you have to help. It's a business issue. You have to help the business understand mm. what they're going to get from it. And you'll be changing that for the person coming after you and ultimately you'll be changing it for your kids Mm. and that's all we're trying to do good on you Anna so uh, I think it's time now for the scummy mummy confessions Helen so um, I'd like to share a listener confession on this episode Um, Helena says last weekend we were heading to some friend's house my husband my four year old daughter and I when out of the blue it started raining quite heavily we found shelter under an off licence roof classy <laughs> head for the if it rains head for the off licence the old weather spoon um, trying to see what, figure out what to do when I spotted one of those club car rentals right in front of us we jumped into the car all smiles like the happiest family in the world suddenly I heard 
Mummy, I need a wee-wee. There was nowhere to take her, so I decided to take her behind the car for a wee. She did a wee and said, here it comes, a poo-poo. And in the heavy rain, we both got soaked wet and I cleaned her bottom with some wipes and then forgot and I left the dirty wipes inside the cup holder of the back seat of the car. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my dear God. <laughs> my apologies to Drive Now Car Rentals. <laughs> I think your apology belongs to whoever had to drive that car. Oh my god! Oh god! Oh, god. Oh, god. Amazing! Oh, god. That's extraordinary. Thank you, Helena. That is a wonderful, wonderful oh, confession. You are our people. Lovely stuff. Lovely. Puckster. Now, Have you got one? Puckster. Uh, it's more. I don't know whether it's a confession. It's it's probably more of a hack. Uh, <laughs> like because I think there's a fine line. Um, I ran out of nappies the other night and um, you know those uh, those heavily winged sanitary pads oh yeah maternity mm. yeah had a few of those out the back <laughs> so, and you know the swimming nappy is such a frustrating thing to have when you run out of nappies she does nothing she does fuck all yeah so I um, sort of strapped the um, <laughs> the maternity uh, sanitary <laughs> towel into the gusset of the swimming nappy oh yeah popped it on May worked a treat <laughs> No, no, no spillage. Amazing. Dry as a bone the next yeah. morning. I do it again. Very streamlined look. I look. <laughs> and I say, I don't think that's a confession. I just think that's a life hack. You've done you well. Go. Yeah. Well, that. If well, well, thank you. Well, thank you, Mother Pucker, for sharing Thanks. that with us. It's been fine. It's been emotional. It's been fine. It's been fine. <laughs> It's been fine. It's been fine. Yeah. Can I go now? It's been uh, nice. Yeah. Well, it's been wonderful to have you, hasn't it, Helen? We we have loved having you on. And and you, you probably recognise our collaboration. You may have seen us also on Now TV, Ooh. talking to Ms. Winkleman. The yes. Winkles. The yeah. Winkles. The so that was very... Yeah, so we're, we're doing a few pucker scummy mashups the scummy yes. mother puckers we'll, we'll come and dance at your uh, birth if you like in the gold catsuits <laughs> you'd literally unsheath me in, yeah. in the in the uh, onesie amazing and um, where can people go to find out more about flex appeal uh, motherpucker.co.uk it's all on there all and the what are you on the there. social are you just at motherpucker on the social media at mother underscore pucker um, and of course our book Scummy Mummies is out now isn't it Helen hooray that's oh, right thank you hilarious oh my thank you thank you very yeah. much I We're... don't swear often no like it. it's fucking hilarious oh I'll well, take that are. puckster we'll take that and we're doing lots of live shows all around the country just go to scummymummies.com for details I think that's done I think we're done mate yeah awesome awesome until next time bye he called me he used to call me um cum cumpot uh for about four years and it was always like his name for me he'd be like all right little cumpot and i said to him the other day and i was like um Oh, that's so funny that you've called me that for so long. But it feels just a bit inappropriate around the kids now. He's like, what do you think I've been calling you? It's like, cum pot. Like, I'm your little pot of cum. And he's like, no, 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 kumquat. The little, <laughs> the, the little I- exotic fruit. The innocent exotic fruit. Not just a receptacle Not for your semen. I, I was quite offended. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I, I went silent. We're like... Yeah. Nice. What? I, and I, I just haven't questioned it for four years. And he was just aghast. <laughs> he was just. <laughs> and then you were like, oh, how do I explain shit face? Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. 
Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.